Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our friends here in the States celebrating at the top of the list, truly, of things I'm thankful for is having friends like you get to have these conversations with amazing guests who join us here on the podcast. And I am so, so thankful for our team that makes it so fun to come to work every day and makes these episodes possible. So thank you guys. Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes Candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving and our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Today on the show, I get to talk with my new friend, Ann Lynn. Y'all are going to love her. If you're not already following her on Instagram, which you probably are, her account is Girl and the Word, which is also the name of the lifestyle blog she started back in 2014. Of course, now it's all expanded to YouTube and Instagram and TikTok, and I need you to go see her beautiful DIY styling and design videos, y'all. It is so fun. She is so good. Like, Every time I watch one of her videos, I want to start a new makeover project in my house. And listen, if home decor is on your Christmas wish list, or if you're getting ready to decorate for Christmas and want some tips, her videos and this conversation will inspire some great ideas. And is also the author of Forever Home, which is her new book that just came out in September. It's really beautifully written, and I think y'all really enjoy the read. So whether you're listening to this on your way to your family's house for Thanksgiving, or you're cooking, or preparing to host, or if you are out on a walk on Thanksgiving morning and you're listening maybe over at the weekend, I am so glad you're here. And I think you're really going to love this one. So here is my conversation with my friend, Ann Lynn. And welcome to That Sounds Fun. Woo-hoo, I'm so glad to be here. I mean, happy Thanksgiving. Yes, you too. I, oh my gosh, what a day to be talking to Annie F. Downs. <laughs> I, I feel the same. I feel very thankful for you. Uh, tell me what you're doing today on Thanksgiving. I am going to spend the day with my best friend and manager and her family. So we've been spending Thanksgiving together these past couple of years. So it's like tradition. (laughs) So talk a little bit about that because so many of our friends listening, if they can't get home, if they choose not to get home, if it's too expensive right now to get home, they've chosen a Friendsgiving opportunity as well. Will you talk a little bit about how y'all built that? Like where did that even start? Yeah, so she wasn't my personal friend at first. I met her through my boyfriend at the time, and she was my boyfriend's classmate's girlfriend. So the, (laughs) the relational line was pretty distant, but it wasn't until I started my YouTube channel that I totally piqued her interest and she reached out to me to potentially work together as partners. And I said, 
Nilu Selas, I would love to work with you. You are a wonderful person. Um, and we've kind of just been best friends ever since. That is amazing. And so she's your manager as well now. She is. You know, a lot of my coworkers are also my friends. Mm. And that is, to me, that's like 95% great and 5% challenging. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is that true for you too? Like, does sometimes friendship bump into work relationship? You know, I feel like if it was, if she was more similar to me, we probably would have more challenges because I am more of that open book. Um, I tend to not draw such professional lines around people I'm comfortable with, but she is so good at that. So she knows where the limits are and never crosses any lines and lets me be who I am without forcing me to be like her. And I think our dynamic just works out better. Yeah. Yeah. And so what are you responsible for on Thanksgiving? Um, Honestly, the people around me are so nice. They just expect me to show up. Like, that's it. What a gift. Yeah, truly. Your Even presence my family. Is their presence. <laughs> yeah, it truly is. And I, I'm so grateful for that because I, I don't cook very often. <laughs> me either. In New York, one of the funny things has been people talking about apartments and being like, well, the kitchen's big or the kitchen's small. And I'm like, I don't really use that room. So it's fine. <laughs> You're like, I don't know, really. <laughs> like to have a fridge. I'd like it to have a fridge and like a microwave or an oven. That's that's about what I need. That's all you need. That's right. Uh, my whole family is in New York for Thanksgiving today. So like we're wow. seeing the parade and we're going to, but nobody's cooking. We're eating everything oh. else. So I am. That's thrilled. amazing. That also means no cleanup. So that's and, awesome. Right. That is exactly right. <laughs> um, to give people, I, I mean, you write about this in Forever Home, which is a beautiful memoir. And Thank I you. wonder, can you tell people a little bit about your upbringing? Like, do you have some examples of Thanksgiving as a child that will give them kind of a bird's eye view of your upbringing? Yes, I I have always loved Thanksgiving because it was one of the three holidays that my family really celebrated. I mean, we would, uh, we're kind of a a mixed salad of ethnicities. There are uh, Mexican people, Japanese, Vietnamese, of course, um, Chinese, white, French. So there are a ton of people from different backgrounds all coming together, bringing their cultural dishes. Um, So I would grow up just waiting for Thanksgiving to happen because I could make my sushi roll and then eat it (laughs) with my dumplings. It was just like a whole, like, you know, mixed bag of foods. um, And we would all kind of have stomach aches afterwards, but it was always worth it. Um, And I think it's because of my aunt um, that we get to have this wonderful gathering. And she has personally been through so much hardship in her life. And yet she still creates this safe space for all of our family members to come and and kind of get to know each other. If it weren't for her, I would not have met most of my extended family members. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Will you tell her, remind me where you grew up? Like, where is everybody? So um, my entire mom's side of the family is here in Southern California, mostly around the Pasadena area which is also where I grew up. Um, I grew up all over the 626 area. I don't know if any of your listeners know what that means. It's it's like the San Gabriel Valley um, part of Los Angeles. Um, A lot of uh, Asian immigrants are established here. And yeah, that's where I call home. I've never had a conversation about this before, but for immigrants that are mostly white, 
we have the Thanksgiving story of the pilgrims, right? Like, I mean, we do, it, for all the reasons we know that isn't the actual true story, I know. But you know what I mean? Like, that's the story that gets told around mm-hmm. my families of heritage and origins, immigration to the U.S. And that's why we wow. celebrate Thanksgiving. What is an Asian American mm-hmm. immigrant family thinking about or celebrating on Thanksgiving? Because it's probably not the like pilgrim story, is it? Oh, no. <laughs> It's it's definitely not the traditional pilgrim story, but um, I think what we gather around is this idea of giving thanks for having each other. And uh, to this day, I don't know if the older generation still understand what Thanksgiving is about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know that it's just that time of year where they get to see people that they didn't know they were related to and eat a bunch of good food together. And to them, I feel like that is more than enough. Um, It's just a great excuse to get together. Um, But above all, um, just to give thanks for having each other. And a lot of my family are uh, Catholic as well. So we we have that um, religious tie to Thanksgiving as well. Yeah, I love that. So one of the reasons I wanted us to talk today after reading, I mean, I'll tell you the whole truth is that after reading Forever Home, I changed our podcast schedule. And I was like, we have got to talk to her on Thanksgiving because I felt like you do such a beautiful job in your story and in your life online as well of going like, wherever you are, you can be home. Is that a Mm -hmm. fair sentence to say based on your story? Yes, absolutely. How has that been true for you? How have you found that to be true? Well, it was quite a journey, as you've read. Um, I didn't think much about my physical environment growing up. I just kind of survived it. And that's all I knew to just get through it. Um, There was never a season where I understood what it meant to thrive in my environment. Uh, I just knew how to stay alive. And those are two completely different experiences. And for those who are listening who might feel like they are in this season where they just need to get through it, I feel like I can completely empathize. And that experience can actually get better, believe it or not. Like you you have the capacity. It doesn't feel like that when you're in the middle of it, right? Oh, no, absolutely not. Like it feels so helpless and hopeless. And sometimes you want to just, you know, like, like, what's the point Like you get all existential about things. Um, but the whole, the whole idea of like having Christ in your life is that you already have the victory. So the war has already been won. And I came across this amazing quote recently, um, that talks about how we had to form this new person in order to survive. And we thank that person for getting us through it. But now the war has already been won and we have Mm -hmm. to let go of that person that we formed. Um, And I think the grieving of letting go of your survival mode is so real. And especially during times like Thanksgiving, when there could be a lot of emotional triggers in in times like this, I I really want to encourage your listeners to just take some time for themselves before they do anything else, either out of obligation or whatever it may be. Just take some time to reflect, um, to see what really brings you joy and you peace during this this potentially triggering day. And treat yourself to something sweet, you know, like uh, 
either a, a small meal or maybe like a bath if you never really do that. Just fill your tank before you get out there and do whatever it is you need to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On um, Thanksgiving in 2020, I was unable to go home. And mm. I, so I used my grandmother's China when I ate Thanksgiving at my house. That's and I lovely. I, I, I was still holding all the feelings I was holding about having a different Thanksgiving than I was used to having. But I mm. was trying to implement what you're teaching of like, what's something that can make this actually special and unique? So mm. how do we hold both of those things? And I mean, you do it so beautifully in your story. And But how have you learned how to hold the like suffering of today and suffering of mm. your history that mm. may get bumped into in the holidays and beautiful new experiences at the same time. Oh, wow. You know, God has made us so complex. I feel like that's what it means to be made in his image, that we are able to hold all of these conflicting experiences and yet still have hope for um, our story in the future. And I personally uh, just created these nooks in my home. Um, and that's where anyone can oh, wow. start. You know, it doesn't have to be a full room makeover. You can start with a tea station, what I call my place of peace. Um, it's like right outside my bedroom. And I set it up so that it aligns with my daily routine. Um, mm -hmm. It allows me to immediately feel at peace and calm and happy when I get that first sip of warm tea in the morning. Um, something that's just for you, you know, it could also be an altar. Um, I erected my own version of the altar that I had in my childhood home since I came from a Catholic background. Um, even though I am not Catholic now, I still see such... Um, value and having that symbol of Christ in my home. And I feel like my inner child just completely comes alive when I'm coloring or journaling under that altar. So you could pick these um, nooks to establish in your current home. And it will remind you of God's goodness and that he does have this more abundant story for you. Gosh, that's a great idea, making just a portion, because so many of our friends listening share their homes with a lot of people, right? Like mm -hmm. multi-generational, or maybe yeah. they have a bunch of kids, and, and there there's the language of a she shed or a um, man uh -huh. cave. Or man cave, yeah. <laughs> but you may not have that kind of space, and so in right. seasons like this, finding just a corner that you can make yours. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about how you make a nook on a budget. Because girl, I can go online and I can purchase <laughs> everything I need to make sure I have the nook of my dreams. But then I'm out oh, of yeah. $1,000. So how can we yeah. do it in a sensible way? Oh, um, well, thrifting is always an amazing option. Not only do you get to, you know, um, save things from going to the landfill, you also get that really therapeutic walk through the aisles and just yeah. picking out the things that resonate with you. I, I would say start with plants. I think a lot of plants oh, wow. could be more affordable and you get to have that feeling of taking care of something. So it's very rewarding and it just brings... Um, scientifically too, it's proven to bring um, 
the same feelings as being in nature. Even fake plants could trick our brain into releasing the same um, happy hormones. So really, plants do it too, Anne. Yeah, yeah. This is why my fake Christmas tree (laughs) is what I will live and die on. I believe in a fake Christmas tree. It does not have to be real for it to change your Mm -hmm. life. Seriously. And studies show that. So really, you don't have to take on more than you can chew. Just start small. Start with things that would really benefit you and serve you. um, And then see how it feels and go from there. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, Shopify. Y'all, when I started this podcast, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. And now I get to sell things like our Is It Christmas Yet sweatshirts. And it is so easy all because of Shopify. In fact, we're having a sale over on our shop right now. So don't miss it. Shop AnnieFDowns.com. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch of your online shop stage to the first real life store stage to the did we just hit a million order stage. Shopify is able to help you grow whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and an in-person POS system. So wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. And Shopify is the global force behind some of our favorite brands like Rothy's and Brooklyn and, and millions of other entrepreneurs and shops of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash sounds fun, all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash sounds fun now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash sounds fun. All right, we all know the way our hair or skin look can sway our mood and impact our day. If one of them feels off, it just feels like the day is starting off on the wrong foot. I've never found beauty products that really fit my personal hair goals, but ever since I switched to a custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits, healthier, shinier hair and healthier skin too. With pros, personalization is rooted in everything they do from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. For example, my custom shampoo and conditioner, which I love, they formulate to make my hair more manageable, shiny, hydrated. It's amazing, y'all. They truly deliver. Pros is better for the planet, too. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback, adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life, the city that I'm living in. It is amazing, you guys. Pros is so confident that they'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order. You guys, 5-0. off your first subscription order at pros.com slash that sounds fun. So you get your free consultation and then you get 50% off at pros.com slash that sounds fun. This is the season to try pros if you have not tried them before. Pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P R O S E dot com slash that sounds fun. Okay, now back to our conversation with Anne. I have been amazed in New York as I, so um, the quick story is I'm in an apartment that I rented, but it was furnished, but not furnished like someone lives here because no one lives here, right? And so Mm. my first couple of days, I was kind of like, this does not feel like a house that I live in. This just feels like a glorified hotel room a little bit. 
So I started mm. adding some pieces and I didn't know that there were these Facebook groups that are buy nothing Facebook groups where people oh, just yes. like leave their stuff on the sidewalk or like, do you want this? I'll put it outside on a Thursday. I had, I mean, people are just giving <laughs> stuff away. Mm. Facebook Marketplace is its own universe. That's what it <laughs> feels like. Amazing. It feels like you have to like take a course to know how to do it well, but it's yes, amazing. I think there are courses. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. I absolutely believe yeah. it. Okay. So a Nook is a great way because I'm also thinking about, so one of the girls at my book club sent a text today and she said, has everybody got the book that we're reading this month so that on Thanksgiving, you can escape to your childhood bedroom for 30 minutes. And I was like, that is hilarious. Oh. That we all have that like, <laughs> I love can that. I get a minute to myself? But then there are also people yeah. who are listening and who are going to spend Thanksgiving alone. So mm. can you just give a little encouragement to the people who are like, what if today is really lonely for someone? Mm. Well, I definitely empathize with that a lot. And um, I know that when you are, when you feel like you're stuck in this construction site of your life and everyone else seems to be moving onwards and upwards without you, yes, it yes. could just break you a little bit um, and it could feel so demoralizing. So, I, I mean, I'll just tell a quick story of like when I yes. was... Um, so poor during the Christmas Thanksgiving season, I couldn't even afford tacos. And all I was waiting for was my aunt's Thanksgiving dinner. Oh my gosh. You're like, if I can just make it to dinner. (laughs) Seriously, if I could just make it to Thanksgiving, I will be fed. So um, yeah, I, I empathize with that feeling of extreme loneliness and, and wanting to give up. But you know, do something nice for yourself. Um, don't just stay cooped up in your house th- today if that's what's going to bring you down. Uh, walk in the park, you know, allow yourself to meet strangers and say hi when you're just, you know, enjoying yourself and have that courage to put yourself out there because we're not made to experience life alone. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it could totally break us in very substantial ways. So really put yourself out there, go for a walk, say hi to a stranger, have some uh, meaningful human connection. And even if you will ultimately have to go home and and spend the night by yourself, create this date, you know, for yourself, like create a routine that you can look forward to. Like I am going to watch this movie that I enjoy and I'm going to order in tonight. Do something that would make yourself proud. Um, and then, you know, ultimately find a community that you can spend these um, kind of milestones with and, and these holidays with. Yeah. I mean, I'm listening to your story and talking about from a season when you had financial, real financial hardship to like mm-hmm. published author, massive following <laughs> online, beautiful mm-hmm. home, as we see behind you. Will you Tell a little bit of that story. What is that journey that's gotten you to where you are today? It was truly God's ordained. Like, how do I put it? it, it it's really yeah. his, yeah, his sovereignty that got me here. I I don't even know where to start because the direction of my life prior to meeting Christ was a dead end. Like, really? I came from such poverty um 
And when we moved to the U.S., we had to start all over again. So once again, we were in poverty. And then as soon as we saved up enough money to buy our first family home, my dad was diagnosed with stage four cancer and passed away like three months after his diagnosis. And it completely confused and shattered me and my mother. Um, and our relationship turned so sour. Like wow. we couldn't even sustain a single conversation without getting irritated or getting in a fight. Um, and we were once best friends. So wow. as a preteen, I was completely confused. I didn't know what was happening. And of course, now looking back at it, I know why. I mean, she's now a single mother. She doesn't speak she didn't speak a lick of English and now she had this brand new mortgage with no college degree. So she oh was, you know, in she a country was that language she does not speak with a child to care for. Yes. I mean, yes. I would go crazy too. So yeah. I have a lot of understanding for her in retrospect, but in the moment, all I knew as a 12 year old was my mom hates me now. And mm. so I went to high school feeling this way um, and had to find new friends with this mindset of, now you don't have anybody to cover you or protect you. And so that kind of led me down the wrong path, hanging out with the wrong people, eventually met the wrong guy who really took advantage of me. And um, our relationship turned super <laughs> abusive. I know yeah. this is kind of a, a tough thing to talk about on Thanksgiving, but no, no, um, no, it's so that's important. the reality of my yes, life. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and after that relationship was done, I was thrusted into the deepest depression I had ever been. Oh, and wow. um, during one Saturday while I was, you know, once again, trashing myself with all kinds of substances and, and, and things like that, I was so messed up. I really couldn't even feel the weather. Like I was so wow. numb physically and me mentally and emotionally. Um, and then the party ended and they all, they kicked us out and we kind of got into cars. I like stumbled into a stranger's car and then the car filled up with all my friends and then the stranger took off. It was so dangerous, but honestly, we were so messed up. We didn't care. And he started blasting really loud techno music. And there I was in the backseat sobbing. Like I just had this come to myself moment where I realized nobody truly loves you. And wow. it hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, but just as soon as I had that thought, I saw in my mind's eye this painting of Jesus that my mom had in um, my childhood home. It wow. was the altar that she would bring with us to every weird place that we moved to. And when I saw that painting of Jesus, I felt this comfort wash over me from my head down to my toes. And I had never felt that kind of peace before. It felt like the warmest hug from my favorite person. Yeah. And um, I just learned two days ago that that painting is called Divine Mercy. And wow. I know God is so good. He truly saved me when I was at my darkest, when I wanted nothing to do with him or religion at all. And so that sparked my curiosity. And I contacted the only Christian friend I knew in high school the following school day. And she brought me to her home church where her brother oh. was preaching. And I just fell to my knees and gave my life to Christ. 
And of course, it wasn't like smooth sailing. Right. After like, and then that. everything Absolutely was fine. Not. I was rich. Then I was rich. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was, I was still broken, still yeah. poor. Um, the only thing that changed was now I had hope. And I felt yeah. like I yeah. have this second chance now. And that changed everything for me. Feeling like you have something to hold on to would mean the difference between giving up and really, you know, allowing God to work in through you. Um, and so he gave me that, that hope. Um, and I just made the most out of it, you know, and it, it's been a journey of like healing a lot of the trauma that I went through and it's an ongoing journey. Um, but I think ultimately he's brought me to a place where I have full faith in him and I am okay even if I lost everything tomorrow, mm. of course I'd be devastated, but I, it, at my core, I would still feel like it's going to be all right. I can start over again if I have Jesus, you know? And yeah, yeah that was not my own doing. <laughs> That's beautiful. How did you get into home decor and like mm. interior designing and all of this? I know it's so random even for me because I uh, majored in English and I wanted to be oh a gosh. teacher. So <laughs> it's a completely different right. uh, path. Um, but then I got into interior design and interior styling and all that when I essentially got kicked out of my mom's house after college and I dabbled in it and I felt like, wow, this this is a fun hobby. It makes me feel better. But I didn't take it too seriously until you know, things happened and I had to move back and then live with the shame I can, of that. I can read and then, that in the book. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So it was yeah. just a lot of moving back and forth. But then yeah. at some point I found myself in my own studio apartment, having my own space paid with my own money for the first time. And I just felt this quiet in my soul. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful and like inexplicable. Um, and that from that like peace and shalom, I guess, yeah. um, I decided to use one full paycheck to transform that studio into something I can truly be proud of. And, uh, you know, with one paycheck of like a thousand dollars or something, yeah. which is which was everything to me at the time. Um, Still a lot of money for anybody. Still a lot of money. I know. And, but I felt like it was worth it because I, I I already knew how affected I was by my environment. So I thought, you know, this is an investment. So I slathered on like brick wallpaper and concrete wallpaper and made this (laughs) weird apartment look like a loft. And I took a photo of it, put it on my, personal Instagram and it kind of blew up. And that was when I thought, wow, I can do this as a fun hobby. But once you do something consistently enough, you know, and and you do it well enough, uh, the sponsorships come in. And that's when I thought, wow, you can make money off of this. This is so weird. And so I just kept going with it until the uh, sponsorships replaced my full-time income. And then I quit my full-time job. But then I got burnt out really quickly because I, mm-hmm. I I was just taking pictures of ten different angles of my bed. You know, it was very yeah. um, unfulfilling, and so I was privileged enough at that time to take a month off of Instagram to just recenter myself and um, ask God for inspiration again. And 
this is such an unbelievable story, but when you ask God for inspiration, he's going to, he's going to deliver, you know, I was walking my dog one day and, uh, we came across this, um, brand spanking new downtown apartment. It was a high rise. It was totally out of my financial league, but I thought, why not just go look? Mm -hmm. And so it was the first day that they were opening their space up for tours. I walked in with my dog. They're like, come, come in. And they, the first unit that they swung the door open on and I saw the balcony and I saw the view and it just felt right. Like I didn't know how to explain it. I was like, I, this, this is my next home. And then I saw how much it costs per month. And I was like, Ooh. Like, then, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, um, it, it made no financial sense, but you know, like I, I just, wow. I just knew in my soul that this was where I needed to be in order to tell my story. And so wow. I sold my car <laughs> to have at least three months worth of rent. That's how much wow. it costed. I sold my car as like a plan B. I went carless and I signed the lease. And I said, you know, God, you brought me here. So <laughs> please sustain me. So I delve into videography during that month and decided to tell my story through video on YouTube. And it the second video took off. Like it just went viral and gave me like a hundred thousand subscribers within a month. And I knew that it was God. Like, I just know, I know it's God. <laughs> yeah. Um, and from because How long ago I, is this, by the way, yeah. will you put a year on this? That was 2019. That was yeah. super recent. I know. That's what yeah. I wanted people to know is that this isn't like 2014. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, like just a few years no. ago. Yeah. It was the year Amazing. before the pandemic. Yeah. I, I mean, the majority, vast majority of my life was spent in strife. <laughs> and it wasn't until, oh, did you hear? Yeah, Ollie? He's on like, the, I was he's there. On the book I <laughs> yeah. So Ollie tries to make himself known. Cause he's like, you know, you took a picture of me for your book. That's cover, right. So he's like, you didn't pay me to be on the book cast. cover. So I'm going to be on video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I, I did not intend to be in this space, but I found a love for it once realizing that God really uses everything around us, including the creative things mm. to um, transform us and to give us hope and to bring us back to life, honestly. Yeah. And yeah, he continued to give me the means to build out this new passion project of mine. Um, and I continued to rely on him for inspiration and, and insight. Yeah. How many people are watching your YouTube videos now? I think we are close to 600K. Hopefully by Thanksgiving, is, we will be there. <laughs> dude, that is crazy. That is absolutely yeah. crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, especially for the niche that I'm in because it's it's not just home decor. I speak very clearly about the gospel. So I didn't expect yeah. this many people to gather. But when people hear the truth and it's, it's presented in a more disarming way, I feel like it just, it's, it's like a yeah, a, a drink of fresh water. Yeah, that's right. That sounds fun.
Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to tell you about another amazing partner, KiwiCo. Okay, KiwiCo is such a great gift idea for the mini BFFs in your life. It is like unwrapping a box of fun every month, and they get to create some of the cutest stuff. They can make a baking set where they learn about fractions or get lessons in physics while they make a basketball catapult. There are so many options. KiwiCo actually has nine different subscription options for different ages and subjects, so there's something for everybody. And when you give KiwiCo, it is so much more than gifting a box of toys. It's a gift of discovery because their hands-on experiences are giving kids the tools to learn about topics that they love, from dinosaurs to rocket ships. The projects truly are fun and stress-free, so you can enjoy quality time with your kids while tackling projects together. The day the KiwiCo box arrives will be your kid's favorite day of the month. Kids can discover everything from the science of magic to engineering a domino machine and more. There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel anytime. Discover hands-on fun with KiwiCo. Get your first month free on any crate line at kiwico.com slash that sounds fun. That's your first month free at kiwico.com slash that sounds fun. And one that last amazing partner to tell you about, pros. Y'all, I love pros. We love custom clothes that have been altered to finish just right. So why wouldn't we consider custom hair care as well? You know by now how much I love pros and they're truly custom made to order hair care that has been so good for my hair. You just take the hair consultation quiz. We love a quiz. And you answer questions on everything from the climate you live in to the issues you have with your hair, your hair type and texture, and your eating habits. They analyze 85 personal factors and then handpick clean ingredients to get you closer to your hair goals with every wash. And if you ever need to change your answers because your hair has changed or you moved like me or the seasons have changed, their review and refine tools allow you to go in and tweak your information so you can make sure you're getting the most helpful to you formulas. Custom made-to-order hair care from Pros has your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 50% off your first subscription order today, plus 15% off and free shipping on every subscription order after that. Go to pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash that sounds fun for your free in-depth hair consultation and 50% off your first subscription order. Okay, now back to our conversation with our friend, Anne. One of my questions after reading your book and when I'm thinking about today and thinking about, you know, me living in this place for two months and then going back to Nashville and not sure what's next, mm. how is a home heal us? Because I, mm. I do, I mean, you talk about it a little bit in the book, but also like that's been my experience too is, is I've been able to build homes that helped heal me. So what is that? What is it about a place that can be healing? Wow. You know, we're such visual creatures and it's not just the visuals either. It's, it's the functionality of it and, and how um, taken care of we feel, um, especially by our environment. Uh, and I'll give like a, like a very practical example. Um, when I first moved into this forever home that we built, uh, everything was white, right? It was like a white box. My office was a white <laughs> box. Um, and, you know, of course, this is a story of privilege. I'm not going to say everyone can relate to this, but this is how design can affect us. I was so uninspired sitting in this white box that I found myself going to the cafe every day to work. And I had this moment where I thought, why am I spending so much money at cafes <laughs> when I just right. spent so much money making over this like home? So I yes. thought I need to do something about this. So I decided to paint a mural on the wall to bring some color in. I put plants all over the place and it worked. It was like, oh, wow. 
now I'm inspired to sit here and my brain is moving and, you know, I, I feel good. I feel good in this space. But then before I knew it, I was overstimulated by all of the oh, colors wow. that I brought in yeah. um, because now it, it works so well that my brain's like, stop, you know, you, you need some room to focus. And I was like, dude, I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I, I'm just never content. What's going on? Mm. And then finally, after research and, and just being real with myself and reflecting on what I need, I had this like aha moment where I realized hey, you can have the best of both worlds. I, I can have a an all-white office in the daytime where it'll give me room to like think. And then I can turn on these colorful lights at night for stimulation and inspiration when I need it. Yeah. And this new setup just completely improved my mental health and mm. improved my productivity. So that is one very practical, very non-spiritual example. That's great. But if we're talking about like, our actual forever home. It's in heaven, you know, like everything on earth will fall away. And even though I use the analogy of building your home from scratch and, and from the foundation to the framing upwards in my book, ultimately our home is found in heaven. And the and the way that we live now, what it could do is bring a piece of heaven down to earth in the immediate. So when you want to truly feel at home and you don't have the means to literally do anything about your environment, start with your soul, you know, like mm -hmm. reestablish that foundation. What is your foundation on right now? Because yes. I know that when I first moved into this 1940s fixer upper, the first thing that my, uh, my engineer had to look at was how firm the foundation was because if we were to put all of these new things on top, yeah. if it couldn't support it, it's going to fall apart. So put your foundation on God's love and, and learn to attach yourself to him securely, knowing that he's there even when you can't hear him or feel him. And then once you have that solid relationship, then move on to the framing, the boundaries, the things that keep the bad out and the good in, the thing that allows you to assess which level of intimacy you allow your people to, uh, to have. Um, and then once the framing and the boundaries are erect, then you can take care of, you know, all the other stuff and then uh, like the drywall, so to speak, and, and the electricals, right. so to speak. But then once things look like they are in place in your life, Allow the Holy Spirit to do a thorough inspection. Think of him as the ultimate city inspector. <laughs> and yeah. of course, nobody, nobody looks forward to having their home inspected. It just delays projects by a whole bunch. And um, you don't want to be told that you have to rip everything out and start again, right? But I think the most important part of having him inspect us is that he sees areas that we didn't even know were yeah. built wrong. You know, he, yeah. he exposes wounds we didn't even know we had. And right. when, when we expose these wounds, we can properly heal them and truly feel assured that this new life that we've built is one that is sustainable and one that brings glory to God and is fulfilling to us. Uh, and, and then I end the book with this section called Adorn. And I just feel like I needed to include it because so many Christian women, especially, feel like we are not worthy of beauty. Mm. We feel guilty for uh, indulging in things that make us feel beautiful. 
And uh, we are just generally expected to give, give, give and, and just not indulge in ourselves. But I, I feel like that is a lie. And our God is a beautiful God. And he is a very visual God. He's a creator. And what he has in store for us is beautiful. So you don't have to spend a ton of money adorning your life. What I'm talking about more is allowing yourself the space to feel beautiful, to surround yourself with people who make you feel beautiful, and just adorn your life with... Um, with meaningful things and meaningful people and experiences that build you up. And I think that's completely biblical. Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay, so let's end here right with the adorn part <laughs> because a lot of our friends have already done it. Some are getting started on decorating for Christmas. So oh, yes. in, in my family growing up, we did not get to put up a tree before the day after Thanksgiving. So oh. talk to me a little bit about why... Why is it that holiday decorations matter so much to us? Oh, yeah. I mean, it creates this atmosphere of um, of it being a sanctuary, I feel. Mm. We want our homes to make us feel um, cozy, elevated, yeah. safe, and all that. And I feel like a lot of the ambient lighting around the holidays give us that cozy feeling. I'm all for it. And being in the home design niche, if you're not decorating for Christmas after Halloween, you're late. So <laughs> I, right. but then, you know, I, I rebel against that. I rebuke that. Yeah. Um, I try my best to not put up the tree after Thanksgiving. Uh, I mean, until after Thanksgiving either. Um, and, you know, I suffer the consequences for being late, but it's, there's no rush. There is no That's rush right. at all. Okay, tell us one decorating tip or one idea that we should for sure implement this holiday season. Ooh, hmm. there are so many ideas. Oh, you know what I've been like really into? Uh, our origami uh, stars. So origami <gasps> ornaments. And it is much easier than you think. You just take some tissue paper and you fold like a fan out of it. And you fold like yeah. four fans and then you cut the edges and glue them all together. And it just creates this beautiful snowflake ornament. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Do you have a tutorial or anything that we could watch? Oh, uh, I think by now it should be up. Yes. Oh, great. Okay, <laughs> perfect. We will great. share it just this week. Check so out my page. All yes. yes, 100%. <laughs> okay. Is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to make sure we talk about, Anne? Um, I don't know. I think we got it covered. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you did it. You are so, I'm so glad to meet you. This was one of my like highlights of the day is I was like, I finally get to meet her. And so I'm just oh so gosh. grateful. I love your work. I just think it is, it's beautiful. It's really a gift wow. that the beauty you bring to the world and the honesty in your book, Forever Home is just also beautiful. So thank you thank for the you. work you do. Annie, I feel the same way about you. I was fangirling so hard when I saw that you were following me and I was like, ah, oh my gosh, it's her. So please, like, Girl, thank you for now. letting me. Oh, yes, we are. I, I, That's one I'm of the rules. People here. know that the only guests I have on the podcast are people I'm already friends with or people I want to be friends with because oh, I'm yes. not great at talking to strangers, but I can talk to a friend. So <laughs> We're going to be great. Um, uh, same here. Okay. The last question we always ask, because the show is called That Sounds Fun. And tell me what sounds fun to you. Wow. What sounds fun right now? It's a, it's a nice facial. <laughs> I, I just answer. need some self-maintenance right now. That sounds amazing, actually. <laughs> a facial. I have only had one in my life and I didn't love it. I should try it again. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to go to the right place. I feel like okay. it's like 
It's like going on a date almost. <laughs> right. You, you got to kiss some frogs before you find the prince when it comes to facials as well. Exactly. Great. For sure. It's, it's so intimate. It's your face, you know? It's I know. It's your face. <laughs> That's what happened last time is my whole face hurt. I was like, this hurts. I'm out of here. So, okay. Oh, no. I'll try it again. We will get, we'll yeah. have um, new year, new glow will be us in 2024 oh. with our facials. I love that. So, and thanks so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me here and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Oh, you guys, isn't she brilliant? I know, I know. Her story is so interesting, so important, and really transformational. I think you'll really love reading about it in Forever Home, her new book. I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to love gifting it to a friend for Christmas. Go make sure you're following Anne on social media. Tell her thanks for being on the show, and y'all are going to live for the videos. You're just going to live for them. And if you have any other questions from this episode, drop them in the Q&A box on your Spotify app if you're a Spotify listener or send them to us on Instagram at That Sounds Fun Podcast and we'll try to answer them. Okay, if you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, New York City, Thanksgiving Day Parade, all the places you may meet today. That is where you can find me. And I think that's it. Go out, stay home, do something that sounds fun to you and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me, y'all look at the temperature in New York. It's freezing. It's freezing. So what sounds fun to me today is figuring out a lot of Thanksgiving things to do inside. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, friends. We'll get to see you back here on Monday as we start talking all things Christmas with Chris Brown from Elevation Worship. Listen, if you're looking for a new album, Echo the Angels is a great one to start today. And then we'll talk about it on Monday. We'll see y'all then.